kid. Yeah, Dad? Today is going to be the most outstanding review. Whoa. Friday everyone and you know what that means it's time for a coke and two straws review and this week Bill and Ted face the music whoa so in order to begin this thing this poor child has never seen Bill and Ted I swear I showed her Bill and Ted I know she saw Encino Man which was hilarious so you guess what we did watched all of the Bill and Ted movies. All of the Bill and Ted movies. And how was that for you? Good. They were all good. So say, most excellent, Dad. But no, go on. They're really good. So what would you like about them? Before we get into the last movie, well, it may be the last. It should be the last. Anyway, go on. Um, they were funny without really dealing with anything. Like, yeah. They were just funny. Like, it was like, you know, when people release songs that are just about nothing. It's like, well, I'm so hungry. And they put that out there in the world. And, you know, it turns out to be a pretty good song. That's what the movies were like for me. Yes. I, yeah, when I first saw Bill and Ted, I thought it was hilarious. I cannot tell you if I was sober when I saw the movie, but... I saw it and it was, it, I found it hilarious. It was like, these guys are really stupid, but the it, it worked. It worked as something from the 80s with teenage high school type of movies. Um, for me, the bogus adventure was not good at all. And I suffered through that watching that with you. And I never, I don't think I've ever seen that movie and seen it from all the way to the end. I probably did. And I can almost guarantee you I was not in my right mind watching that movie. I think the funniest thing from Bogus was death. Death, of course, isn't funny, but yeah. Okay, yeah, he was death, but the Grim Reaper is his actual name. Yes, he was the Reaper. Yes. What I totally, totally dislike about Bogus Adventure was the fact that it was only two years in 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 between the making and even though they had the people go to the future all the clothes and the bad guys would look like they were wearing play-doh the graphics were terrible I, it, it just was a it didn't work out at all i think the best thing out of that was um was death was the whole part of them being down there in hell and all the other good stuff which is good because that takes us right into Face the music if you're ready for face the music. Are you ready for face the music? I'm really? What? Whatever. So, what'd you think about face the music? It was good. Really? I think that, um, I mean, it was definitely better than two, and all the characters were hilarious. Especially Bridget Lundy Payne playing Billy. 
because I think she's like super hilarious. Billy, and Billy, if you and if you've watched Atypical, you would know that. But just just put that out there. Okay. Right. I believe the same writers came back, and I thought the girls being Bill and Ted Part Two were hilarious, especially what's the name who um. Ted's daughter, who was actually her name was Billy Wright. I forgot yeah, that you named caught their that. Daughters um, after each other. They named their daughters after each other, and I thought she was really good. It was like she was channeling um, Keanu Reeves, the whole way that she moved her body, and and that was pretty cool. So, but yeah, um, I that I, I really appreciate that. I believe the same writers came back, and I think that what they did was, which is what I told you. Um, something that Fast and Furious did where um, Tokyo Drift wasn't very, wasn't really, wasn't received well. Favorite. Right, it wasn't received well. There wasn't a fan favorite, but Han was. So then when they restarted the whole franchise, Han was added to that. And then they pulled them to Knuckleheads from two. And, I, and that's the same thing they did with Bill and Ted Face the Music with bringing in Death, which was the best, the best part of the bogus adventure. And of course, we have the two wives, the bodacious babes, <laughs> the princesses. Went to couples therapy. Went to couples therapy as couples. Yeah. Not a singular couple. The therapist was so freaked out. Yeah. The two couples sat there. These poor fools were sitting there years later and still finishing each other's sentences and saying, princesses. We love you. And he's like, no, Ted. But that, that was just, man, you guys are retarded. But anything else? Um, the, the tribute to Rufus. Oh, that was pretty cool. Which part? When they arrive in the future. Ah, I thought you were talking about the other thing. Um... Spoiler alert, Rufus has a daughter. And the person who comes back to get them is Rufus's daughter. And here's the, the other thing is that she was actually named George Carlin's daughter's name. That's what I thought you were talking about, the tribute to Rufus. I don't know. Yeah, a little known fact. That the daughter, Rufus's daughter, was actually named George Carlin's daughter's name. That's cool, too. That is very cool. But I was talking about the original teleportation phone booth. Okay, it was there in the future, and it was a hologram of Rufus. Yes. And it was like elements of a lot of other things, and that's what I kind of dug about it. It was the, uh, the, 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 the killer robot that went after Bill and Ted this time, kind of reminiscent of a Terminator coming after him. And if any of you have been fans of, what's the name of that show? Batman Boy? Gotham. Gotham. He was Zaz. The guy who played Zaz is the killer robot and Bill and Ted face the music, which is... <laughs> he just killed everybody, and then he just felt so bad about it. Oh, that, that was funny. Uh, what else can I say about this movie? And then he died. Yes. If you are fans of Bill and Ted, um, especially number one, you're going to love this. I think they did wrap it up really nice, so if there's never another movie... This really works because they tied up all the loose ends and 
Um, I'm not a giant fan of remakes, and I, I really, really, ooh, ooh. I kind of dread sequels half the time because they mess it up. And usually when you're trying to do a comedy these days, as we heard one guy say, you know, they usually do comedies and everything is bad. You can't even laugh. It's bad. It's bad. It's racist. Ah, ah, ah. They didn't do that with this. It was just a straight laugh. And it was a fun, fun ride. Did you have fun? Yes. Yes. It was a fun, fun ride. Um, I really dug the part of when they were older, spoiler alert, they are in a nursing home and so they visit each other <laughs> and they're telling you're already laughing. And and they talk to one another and it's like, wow, so this is what happened. There is my my only the only part I did not like a lot was they said do too many times. I mean they're in their forties, probably fifty. I know it's supposed to be California and that part of San Dimas, but I was like, dude, dude like this that's too many dudes for them at this point. Because even old rockers are not saying that anymore. Mm -hmm. So that was the only the only drawback for me. But the nursing home thing, when these two... I mean, it was a lot of heart in this film. There was a lot of laughter. But there was also a lot of heart in this film. So they really did handle this very well. It wasn't a bunch of stupid guys who got old and were still stupid. And then they were making fun of them being stupid old guys. Uh, like a fish out of water film. That's not what happened here. It really was not that. But go ahead. What are you going to say about the nursing home thing? Oh, at the end of the movie, they had, they, they played one last song. And then at the end, they were just like, oh, I got to sit down. And he's like, yeah, you're like 100 years old. <laughs> you can't do that anymore. Okay. I thought you were going to do the heart to heart, which was, hey, Ted. You know, I felt like I really never knew you. I really, yeah, I never, that's because I never let you in, Ted. Like, really, you're talking to yourself, man. You always need, well, some people don't know themselves, which is weird. It's like, you're in your own brain. How do you not know yourself? Yeah. And there was the main plot, and there was a subplot. The point of the movie was, if you remember correctly, there was, they had to, they sing a song that united, that was supposed to unite the entire world. This time, the song has to fix reality because everything was going to be destroyed. So while they're off trying to uh, act like slackers and steal the song for themselves, their daughters are off doing something else. And then the princesses are off doing something else. So there's time travel part three, times three. But the, it's done so well that... Um, you don't get lost, and the subplots do not take away from the main plot of the film. I have seen it done terribly enough to know that it was done very well. Yeah. Any of your moments that you stick out in your brain? Um. Oh. <laughs> so, we're talking about how... Ted's daughter is just like him. At one point, there was, you know, okay. I think it was in two, which was Bogus Journey. There was like, just basically their house was trashed. And so there was just like bags of chips everywhere. And so in Face the Music, there was just like this one random 
bag of Cheetos that just kept appearing. <laughs> and I'm like, why, why, why are the Cheetos still, why are they like, what, no. And so their kids are just like standing at the window, just looking outside as they time travel. And they're like, what, what's going on? Eating Cheetos. I'm like, they are the same people. They yeah. are one. And I remember telling him, like, man, these guys are stupid. But then you said, because of your vocabulary, that we know that they what? That they didn't fail English class. <laughs> right. They just couldn't write music because they didn't learn how to play. But we know at the end of um, Bogus Journey that they did go off and learn how to play music. And then that's when they came back and wrote that wonderful song that everybody was singing. And they became a giant hit with Death on the, no, Death was a bass player, right? Yes. And then they broke up, and that's pretty much how Bogus Journey ends, and then we get into Face the Music. And I was going to say that Bill and Ted Face the Music was a plot twist because Bill and Ted wasn't the original Bill and Ted, but it was Bill and Ted as in their kids, but I have I but, have another idea. But it you was, don't want to give away that much, but go on. Okay, anyway, but I realized, I was like, okay... It's Bill and Ted face the music as in Bill and Ted face adulthood. Very good. Excellent. That is most excellent. And that is true. It was Bill and Ted not only do face the music and facing the music could be a metaphor, as you were just saying, for them actually facing adulthood and growing up. So yes. There you have it. It is a wonderful ride. It's lots of fun. Popcorn, get your popcorn and your candies and everything else and just turn it on and have a wonderful ride. Yes. So I personally would give this four and a half beards. That's right. I said that. Five out of five you don't remember what you said last time, did you? Nope. You said popcorn, so popcorn kernels say, is what you I'm said. I'm just going to say. <laughs> it's still a work in progress. Just for this movie, five out of five guitars. Oh, she went with the guitar. Guitars. That's cute. That's Electric cute. guitars. Electric guitars. They're guitars. You should do that five times. No. Sure? No. Oh, come on, man. No, no, no. All right, we are going to get out of here. Come back next Tuesday, and we will have part two of um, A Family Affair. So, we'll see you around next Friday. Another review. Enjoy your weekend. Bye. Oh, what? Bye. That, that's all you got to say? Mm -hmm. Bye. questions or comments or just want to say hello you can reach us at tanthonybland at gmail.com we welcome it all again that's tanthonybland at gmail.com